Welcome to Collaboration RA. This podcast is dedicated to our profession, allowing us to share who we are, what we bring to the field of radiology, and how we care for the patients we serve. We look forward to hearing from you. Find us on our website at www.collaborationra.com. We appreciate you listening, and we're glad you're here. Now let's collaborate. Welcome to this episode of Collaboration RA. Today, we're joined with Reese Burdoon. Hello. And we're also joined with Sean Wiley. Sean Wiley has been a dear friend of mine, and we have gone to many of the conferences together and developed a really good friendship. Sean is definitely someone that you can count on and get advice from, and he's just a really great colleague to have in your back pocket. Sean, thank you for coming on. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. So Sean, let's go into a little bit about who you are, kind of explain to the listeners just a little bit about you, how you ended up in radiology and kind of where you're going now. I've had a great experience in radiology. I was lucky enough to have a mom that was an x-ray tech. So pretty much as soon as I was born, I kind of spent my time in a radiology department. Mom and dad got divorced when I was young. So my babysitters were most of the x-ray techs and x-ray students. Once I got out of high school, went right into x-ray and decided that I wanted to be a baseball star instead of x-ray tech. So went and played baseball for a year in a minor league organization and realized that I had no shot in baseball. So came back to play with x-rays instead of baseballs. From there, I basically, as soon as I got out of x-ray school, they hired me on as interventional and spent my time in interventional. And as soon as I was able to uh, show them what I had, they let me start doing more and more things until I kind of figured out that probably some of the stuff I was doing was a little bit more than what my job description was. I asked them to go to PA school. One of the docs leaned over and says, why go to PA school when you could possibly go and be a PA for radiology only? Um, it had only been, I think it was the second class had just started, was able to get into the program. And from then on, it was just uphill and couldn't say anything bad about the program at all and the job I have, which I absolutely love. I've gone right from interventional as a tech to interventional PA and continue to kind of strive with that area. When did you go to RPA school? What year was that? 2001 to 2003. How long were you a tech before that? 94 and then went into the RA program in 2001. Yeah, listening to you talk, I was like, man, that's quite the spread. I didn't, sounds like you got quite the uh, experience back in you. That's, that's amazing. My uh, godfather started Radiology Associates in the town I'm from and uh, was lucky enough that from the time I was 13, I was hanging film, if anybody remembers those days. Mm -hmm. uh, was hanging film for him as soon as I got off work on the nice old Rolodex um, machines and kind of just went from there to uh, developing film and making masks for interventional radiology and then uh, starting to scrub with them a little bit here and there. And they had me hooked at that point. So, Sean, have you been working at the same facility or how many facilities have you worked for since going through the RA program? I've only worked at one. I went through my godfather's facility. I started with him and when I was 13 and all the way up until I got into the RA program, did my clinicals at the facility and my IR idols offered me a position at the university. The old great Dr. Hawkins, inventor of about everything and the godfather to me of interventional radiology offered me a position and I couldn't refuse. Came here to work with him, got to develop some products with him. 
and Dr. Creedy became my mentor and my hero. was able to work with both of them, and I've been at the place now for 20 years. So whenever you went through the program, did they pay you to be a student and you did your clinicals and really got to focus on that, or did you have to work through the program and then they offered you a contract after? Offered me a contract afterwards. I actually went through the program with another facility, just a town down the road. All of their interventional radiologists came from here pretty much. We're university certified in IR, and once they got out of the VIR and at the university here, they went straight to work in uh, the town I was from. So when I heard about it, and of course, the lovely NGO clubs and everything else, I knew who I wanted to work with. My mom helped develop a breast biopsy needle with Dr. Hawkins. Anybody that's in mammography will probably remember the Hawkins breast biopsy needle. Was able to go through there, worked on the CO2, the original angio CO2s with Dr. Hawkins. From there, decided that this is definitely where I wanted to come. Nobody realizes that you think as a tech and and then on as uh, an RA, they were like, oh, you're going to come work at the university with residents and fellows and med students. And I was like, oh, well, I'm never going to get to do a thing in the world if that's the case. They brought me on board and showed me what it was and walked through and spent pretty much from February of 2002 to um, February of 2003, coming back and forth from the town I was from and, and then coming to the university. From there, decided that I definitely knew I wanted to stay and they offered me the position. So I took it. I was their first extender to come on board for interventional radiology. And now we're up to nine of us between PAs, nurse practitioners and RAs. How would you explain the relationship you have with the other mid-levels that are not RAs? I love them to death. We all have the idea of what we do. Been lucky enough to be able to work with each one of them and, and handpick them as we started hiring for the areas we needed. So we opened up an interventional radiology clinic and was able to pick up a couple of nurse practitioners and they run our clinic like the best of us. And then we picked up another RA and that was great. And then we've hired a couple of PAs that did have radiology background and they work for our body interventional radiology side. So I'm going to rewind us a little bit in regards to your RT background and speaking about the mid-levels and the RA. How do you feel that the RT background helped you achieve success through the RA? All of us have different stories of why we became RTs and the education we got. I have to thank my mom. She taught me from the very beginning, as soon as I wanted to get into the field, she was the true old style special procedures RT where she had every modality and could tell you why we needed to know every modality. I was lucky enough to kind of get my butt kicked by her and learn all those areas that I didn't want to learn, such as ultrasound and CAT scan and even nuclear medicine. I couldn't thank her enough now for what she was able to teach me and put me through as an RA. I really, especially in interventional radiology, really learned what CT imaging and ultrasound imaging could do for me. I feel like your mom is one of those super techs that we uh, come across in the hospital setting. I know over the last 10 years, I've, I've come across a handful of them when it comes to their patients. They know what to do when it comes to procedures or even offering advice as far as what to offer, what x-ray can provide or what ultrasound can provide. And I try to put a little uh, hint, hint in as far as to, hey, have you ever considered RA? Have you ever thought about doing this? And it's actually uh, very fortunate that one is currently in the program uh, about to graduate and then two are in the process of applying or getting the prerequisites in order to apply. So, you know, hats off to your mom. 
she definitely was one of those. Every radiologist would go to her for any of the information that they needed from the procedures. And I just clinged on to that big time. Didn't know it until later on. And especially when you have family pass, that really makes you happy what you've learned from them and taken on. And I pretty much live my profession for her now. I know that for you, your RT education was maybe a little bit far back for you, but if you can recall anything about that, was there anything that was considerably challenging to you or anything that you came across over your career as an RT that set you up for success to become an RA? You know, you always look back towards your educators, your mentors and charge techs that you work with and what you learn from them. At the time, you may think, why are they telling me to do this? That education you think is worthless turns out to be the best education possible. Sometimes you don't realize that until years later. And I'm lucky enough to work in the field that I like the best going through the fluoroscopy side of things. I never did much of it except for as an RT student. I kind of went right into interventional radiology and then coming back and learning the RA side of things and everything we needed to know about barium studies, about CT imaging, about MR imaging, which as some of us as RTs, we didn't get much MR because there wasn't MR. So coming back through that as an RA, I just thank goodness for some of the educators that taught me as an RT. You think that you lost it. And then when somebody brings stuff up there and you start remembering, you really realize how good some of the educators were. That's awesome. So in moving forward, describe your typical day at work, kind of working together with the fellows and the residents, kind of explain to us how the dynamics work for you. Oh, I absolutely love it. On Mondays and Wednesdays, I do pediatrics with them. So as we're working up the patients, we're doing this together. They're teaching me. I'm going over stuff with them from the knowledge I have of procedures. Us two together end up making it work perfectly for an academic type facility. We have eight interventional radiology suites here. So the residents and fellows kind of do the higher end procedures. I get to scrub in with them if there's a case that they're not as familiar with or anything else like that. We have four fellows here routinely every year, as well as sometimes three residents that rotate every month. My job is basically to sit down with the residents, make sure that they know how to run the consultations, that they know how to run small procedures. And then I do my cases knowing some of the histories, knowing some of the illnesses that are out there and some of the treatment processes for it. I'm so lucky to learn every day from them about how to treat these situations, what to look for, what lab that are important, what drugs do patients typically have for these type of procedures that may not be related to what you're normally used to using. So working with the residents and fellows actually treats me to a whole new aspect of radiology. I'm happy for it every day because I can continue to learn every day from these guys, as well as I'm teaching them, they're teaching me. So just kind of collaborating together, really. Absolutely. Yeah. Say the word, collaborate. Collaboration. (laughs) And uh, it's definitely that way in academic. I'm really learning that academics is a big collaboration between everybody, the extenders, the residents, the fellows, and the attendings. Coming from a teaching facility, I know exactly where you're coming from. I worked at an academic institution for just about four, a little less than four years, and there's a lot of moving parts. In trying to keep those parts working together and not having any patient fall through the cracks, it's quite the effort. It's very satisfying when you see it all come together and see it work as it should be ideally in a perfect world. Obviously, there's always room for improvement, 
Absolutely. No, I could not say anything bad about my group at all. My attendings are not just my bosses. They're my friends. They're teaching me every day something new, going through imaging that I haven't seen before. One of the great things about academics is, is some of the trial stuff that comes through and some of the neat procedures and down to, you know, bad cases and everything else, you know, interventional oncology is my forte. And um, it's just amazing watching these attendings and even the fellows just go through and show you procedure after procedure that I've spent 20 years here feeling like I know, and they teach me something new every day. I couldn't ask for a better group to work with. You know, the only thing bad I can actually say is every year the residents stay the same age and I keep getting older. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. I um, question, have any of your associates heard any of our episodes? We actually were playing it the other day in the reading room. So yeah, quite a few of my residents and fellows have uh, listened on board. And one of my attendings and really close friends has supported the RAs and has been a speaker at our conferences for years. Actually asked me the other day, it was like, hey, they ever need a radiologist to talk or say anything about you guys? Let me know. And I said, well, I'm, I'm kind of scared to see what you would say. He just started laughing and said, you know, I wouldn't be here without you. So that just shows kind of the relationship that these guys guys have with us after we've been here with them long enough and they see how we work we see how they work just like we talked about collaboration is key i, I couldn't say enough about them docs i work for are, are some of the greatest in the conferences sean's radiologists they do come and they give some pretty phenomenal lectures your group is very supportive of the entire radiology profession and i have enjoyed getting to know many of your radiologists they're really great. So thank you for letting them be a part of our careers too and educating us. And please tell them thank you. If they're listening, thank you. They love us so far, you know, and one of the little things that, you know, comes up is the Marcus stuff. They're completely behind us and I'm just very, very happy for that and feel that they want to be able to use us the right way. Every day we talk about it and we've come up with ideas and, and strategies to allow me to do the best I can based upon what we're allowed to do and uh, made it hard in some areas. Yeah, it does make it tricky at times when really all you're wanting to do is what's best for the patient and everybody's trying to do that collaboratively. And then, you know, there's so much questioning on our billing. So you're trying to do what you think legally is appropriate too. That's where I think MARCA really serves its best purpose is not changing the scope of practice. It doesn't have any bearing on scope of practice. I think a lot of that kind of gets taken out of context. The whole reason we've got into it, or at least the whole reason I've got into it and everybody I've talked to and been lucky enough to have conversations with a lot of radiology extenders, as well as our conferences and just the family of RAs that we have, talking to them, not one of them has ever wanted to do anything independently. The whole reason we're doing this is to be, you know, kind of that right-hand man of the radiologists. We're there for them. From the time that my godfather taught me different things to now with working with residents and fellows and my attendings, they go to school for a reason. You, you can't take the amount of education that they do away from them. They teach me every day something new. And when you think that I've been doing this forever and I should know all this and everything else, and they slap you in the face with something that you've never seen before. I love that. I look forward to that every day. I want them to show me something that I don't know. And even though we have a great education and a great platform for us, we'll never be that radiologist. We're there to assist. That's why we have assist after our names. And once people start seeing that and realizing that, I hope that things change. 
I know we had touched earlier about Marca, and if any of our listeners are curious as to what that is or have never heard of it, we actually have a whole podcast episode dedicated to the Marca bill. It's, uh, what's it called? Let's Talk About Marca. I think it's one of our first ones. I strongly encourage you to go listen to it if you haven't already. So we're going to do a more condensed version that is much more simpler to share. It'll be just a couple of minutes long and kind of gets to the bones of it. But in layman's terms, where pretty much anyone that you pass it along to will grasp the idea of Marka and really what its presence is for. I strongly encourage you to go listen to that episode where you really kind of lay it out and say, this is what it is, this is what it's designed to do. And so if you haven't listened to it already, please go do that. But Sean, what do you think this podcast can provide as far as Mark is concerned? I love what you guys are doing already. Just the education, letting people know what it is. I mean, um, you guys have done a great job researching, going over some of the facts, which we need because there's so much stuff out there that nobody's sure what the facts are anymore. So you guys pulling up the information and going over the education, the sport that you're putting out there for people to have the right information of what the market legislation is. That's key. People have got to know before they can make their decisions. And I give you guys a lot of praise on sitting down and talking about what it really is. We're glad to do it. But coming coming back to you, Sean, in the hospital, you're an established RA at this point. How do the other mid-levels feel about you and your role? I was put into a lead position and I went around and asked them, I said, are you guys all right with this? I'm going to kind of oversee the clinic. I'm going to oversee the extenders and doing your evaluations and everything else. I'm, I'm just thankful. All of them are like, with your background, we, we want you. We want you to help educate us too. Maybe proud to work with them. I'm very proud to sit side by side with them, go over cases with them. They go over cases with me. We discuss it. We sit down with the attendings and collaborate with them and go over all the information that we need to make the right decisions. And uh, I couldn't ask for a better group, but we kind of all found our niche and it just works. I call it spokes on a wheel. I mean, you have to have enough spokes on the wheel for that wheel to go around. And right now, I think we just got that between having all of the different types of extenders in the different areas that we need covered. And it really works for our group. I think medicine is such a collaborative effort. And when you talk about having other mid-levels and the RA and the physicians, you know, whenever you have all these people on the same team working to better the patient and the patient care and the patient outcome, it's got to be phenomenal. I think that seeing that and seeing how that works is really encouraging. Absolutely. We each all have our places. Some of the nurse practitioners know a lot of, more about the medicines and the care for the patients and the clinical aspects that maybe some of us didn't get as much training on. And then what I consider us in the, in the PA is where we feel that we're more related to the physicians on how we approach things. So all of that kind of combining together with everybody's input just makes it work right. I couldn't be prouder of our group right now. And, and like I said, we have every type of extender possible and, and even down to our physicians, some of them being DO, some of them being MDs. We just work great together and the collaboration is, is absolutely perfect. I really like the idea of the RA being at a teaching institution such as yourself, because you're working alongside these radiology residents who are going through their program and will eventually pass their boards and to be full-fledged attendings. And nothing would thrill me more for these individuals to go out interviewing for positions with radiology groups 
or other institutions and have them asking the questions, hey, do you guys have an RA? Or my favorite, Reese, is being in this long enough that I'm having old residents and fellows come back and they're asking their group now that they have enough seniority in their group to say, hey, can we get RAs? Yeah. Can we can we do this? Let's change our practice around a little bit to help out do some of the minor procedures. And it's been great. I mean, I, I love it when I hear from one of my old residents or fellows and, and they're hiring RAs now just to know that we're getting more and more of those out there that know what we can do. And hopefully expand our profession. And then it leads us into so much other stuff. I've been lucky enough to branch out into designing products. I've expand out to having my own consulting service where I'm talking for a lot of the companies and going over the products that I've designed or helped with. It's just tremendous to see more and more people looking at us. It just shows that our career is getting better and better. The physicians are understanding what we do better and better. And I think they start seeing that they have a lot of respect for us because they know what we're doing to help them. I live and breathe it pretty much now. I mean, I work and then turn around and been lucky enough to take on some other jobs. So I did want to ask, I know you stay very busy, which thank you so much for coming on because I know you have several different things going on. You're working with two other RAs on two completely separate projects. Kind of explain that. Oh, I'd love to. Shout outs to Molly, what she's done for the radiologist assistant by starting up Red Assist. This is a wonderful value that took the idea of locums, just like with radiologists and talking to facilities that just can't get extenders or need extra help, even if it's for a short period of time, places that have only one extender. And if that person leaves on vacation, they just don't fill that spot. And she's taking those and working with RAs that may not have a full-time job or that are looking at relocating somewhere else or just want to travel a little bit. She has done a fabulous job building that. I just thank her every day for involving me and asking me if I would just, you know, little inputs here and there. I can't say much because she's taken the bull by horn and has done an unbelievable job. I love her to death. She's family to me. I've never met her, but I love her spirit towards the profession and really her drive to see the RA succeed and not just the RA. She does this for other areas of radiology as well. MRI, CT, you know, for technologists. Ultrasound techs, mm-hmm. even radiology nursing. nurses that want to travel. She's getting into it more and more. And I look forward to it. I think that this is going to be an unbelievable adventure for her. And then you have Rick Matthews that have called me up one year and just said, hey, I have a doc that wants to start doing atherectomies in his office. And I was like, atherectomies in his office? Why would he want to do that? And then I started thinking about it. And I was like, you know, more and more groups are doing stuff in their offices nowadays to keep patients where they feel comfortable in their in their own doctor's facilities. And um, flew out to Arizona, met with him and a bunch of people, and we ended up starting Mobile Vascular Solutions. Hats off to Rick and Lissette Matthews of taking something that nobody was thinking about at the time and turning it into a great group of individuals, changing an office into an office-based lab. So what Mobile Vascular Solutions has done is we have the equipment. It's a turnkey company. We bring the equipment, we bring the staff, we bring the products, we bring everything to that doctor's office. And in less than an hour and a half, we can completely change a room, an office space, turn it into a lab and have it ready to go for that physician to walk in, start doing procedures that morning finish up that afternoon and we clean up that office and turn it back into his office space. 
We wanted to make sure that the paperwork was done correctly. We ended up getting Joint Commission certified. So hats off to Rick. That's awesome. Awesome things happening. I can't say enough. I'm lucky enough to see you guys at the conference I put on every year and I love it. It just feels like I'm having, you know, a family reunion every year. I hope it continues to grow. I love our profession. I love the people and I love what you guys are doing. So thank you very much for having me on. Thank you, Sean. We appreciate it. Our conferences are geared towards all individuals who can work within the capacity of radiology. I encourage everyone to go, especially somebody who's looking to get into the RA route of things. It's really great. You get to visit with people. We're a really friendly group. We tend to have a lot of fun together. The lectures are highly geared more towards radiologists giving lectures, which is really nice because you get that opportunity to listen to radiologists lecture, which is always a treat. We love to hear radiologists get up and speak at the conferences. You also hear some from the RAs such as Sean. I know that I've done some in the past. And so it's really an exciting event to go to these lectures, a really great way to get your CEUs and just a really great time. September 30th, October 1st and 2nd, World Center Marriott in the Orlando, Florida. Come on down and uh, hang out with Mickey and the rest of us. All right. Well, Sean, I really appreciate you coming on and saying everything you had to say. It has been very enlightening, very inspirational. We appreciate all of our listeners taking the time to hear Sean and and hear what he had to say. And we appreciate you listening. We also encourage you to, to hear our other episodes. We try to release one a week, and I think we've been doing pretty good doing that. And we uh, we appreciate you listening to those as well. If you feel like you want to come on and say something that really piqued your interest or felt like you had more to say about a certain topic, please let us know. CollaborationRA.com. Is that correct? Yes, you got it. <laughs> hey, uh, no, reach out to us. Uh, let us know. We would be more than happy to bring you on. All right, Sean. Well, thank you for coming on. I appreciate you taking the time. Reese, thank you for taking your time. Thank you, Marceline. Thank you, Sean. We'll see you thank next you time. So much. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Collaboration RA. Remember to find us on our website at www.collaborationra.com. There you'll find our social media accounts. Give us a like and give us a share. We look forward to your support and thank you for tuning in.